Welcome to a day of prayer. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. Together, let's engage in relationship with Christ through prayer, faith, and His Word. Good morning and welcome. You're listening to Day of Prayer's Morning Bible Study. We're so glad you could join us. But before we get into the Word, let us take a moment and pray. Lord, we just thank you for the insight and guidance that you give each and every one of us, Lord. And Lord, we just thank you for the people that you have placed in their lives, Lord, and that you have a purpose for them being there, Lord. And Lord, we also just thank you for the purpose that you have for us in this earth, Lord, and that we can go and fulfill your will, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Amen. Well, good morning. God bless you. We're glad to have you with us as we continue our conversation and discussion of the Word in the book of Acts. We're still in chapter 16, covering verses 16 through 34. Mm -hmm. So if this is your first time joining us in this section of Scripture, or if you have uh, not yet had the opportunity to read that section of Scripture, I want to encourage you to go ahead now, pause the episode, and give yourself the time and opportunity to read that section of Scripture to help facilitate or follow along in the discussion. Amen? Amen. Amen. And now, the floor is open for each of you to share what the Holy Spirit is speaking and ministering to you and to ask any questions that you may have. Mm-hmm. So who would like to begin? I know Layla would. All right. You're going to go. I just I wanted to conclude something that I was saying yesterday, and then I'll let you have the, the, um, the opportunity. I was, we were talking at the end of the previous podcast about um, moving things out of the way that would keep um, you from be- receiving what Christ has already done. And we were talking about um, if you felt like you needed to, you know, you needed sickness so that you could have finances or pity or any of those things. And the last part that I wanted to add to that was remember blind Bartimaeus. He threw aside his beggar's cloak. He didn't try to keep it on. He threw it away because he didn't need it anymore because he was receiving the restitution. And the Lord often would say, take up your bed and walk. Don't, okay. He doesn't heal. And then say, okay, lay back down and continue begging. Carry on as normal. And it's intended for our lives to be changed by the things that God does for us. When we receive our inheritance that is a part of our salvation, when we receive the provision that he made, it's right that our life change and be different. For the so, better. <laughs> so for that we better. have life abundantly. And so I'm, I'm saying to you, if you've been waiting for God, um, God is not the problem. The healing is already yours, but you have to be willing to lay aside every weight to lay aside every, what it seemed security, you know, for blind Bartimaeus, that, that cloak told what his role was in life, Mm -hmm. told what his status was. And it gave people the understanding that they should have pity on him and give him alms or give him money to help him along his way. That was how he made his living. But once he received his wholeness and restoration, now he's able to go forward and when you can see, you have a whole new world of opportunity that's opened up. So, you know, wherever you are, if that's something you're contemplating and you've been wrestling with and you're not quite ready to lay aside the beggarly, the proverbial beggarly cloak, deal with that with the Lord. 
come and let him minister to your heart and ask God, well, what will I do after this? How, you know, walk, talk with him. He's not afraid of that. I want to receive my healing, but I need you to minister to my soul in this way. And perfect love casts out all fear. So don't be afraid. Deal with that with the Lord and then get ready and take your healing. Yes, you can go to go to heaven and not be made whole. I mean, you know, like you'll still be received into heaven if you're not whole in this lifetime, if you don't receive your healing now. Mm-hmm. That's absolutely possible. Amen. And there's no condemnation. But if you want what the Lord has already provided to you now in this lifetime, let him work on all of you so you're able to receive from him. Okay, that's all I want to say. Thank you. Go ahead, Layla. <laughs> Thank you, Annie, Annie. You're welcome. Go ahead, Layla. Well, the thing that I wanted to draw attention to was we had been um, kind of focusing on the uh, releasing of the the slave girl from the from the demon that was possessing her, but then we forgot about her masters. That was an opportunity for them to be set free as well. Amen. And all the other people that were in that house that that slave girl was working in for those masters, that was an opportunity for them to be set free as well. And in for the masters, their part, instead of receiving what God was doing for them, they it says when they saw that their prophet, their way of prophet was gone, they became angry. And they didn't understand that when God delivered them, he would have given them a, a much better way to make profit. You didn't have to consult Satan to make your money or to make your live your way of living. Um, Jesus told on the talked about on the mount. He said, "Don't worry about what you'll eat or where you'll sleep or what you'll put on your body, because the Lord your God knows you need these things. And after all these things, the Gentiles seek. But when you seek first the kingdom and His righteousness, you'll get the answer you need, and all these other things will be added unto you. Mm-hmm. So they had the opportunity of going, "All right, Lord." and confessing their sin going, I'm sorry, Lord, I shouldn't have encouraged this. I shouldn't have participated in this. Please forgive me. And now I want to go, go in uh, righteousness with you, walk with you and be, be your disciple and be your servant instead of being the servant of the adversary. Hmm. Amen. That, that seems pretty similar to what we were just opening up with. Amen to Amen. that. Yes. Take the opportunity to be made free. But, but understand that as well, right? Her masters, they were literally her slave owners, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. But then doubly so, because they profited off of her being not just in physical bondage, but spiritual bondage also. That's They made their living off of her spiritual and natural bondage. Mm. Isn't that just what the enemy tries to do? And by the enemy, I mean the devil, Satan, the adversary, mm-hmm. through a number of different people, anyone that would participate with him, right? Mm-hmm. Will you allow that for your life? And and many shake their heads and or say no. But then if they truly examine themselves, they would go, wait, there's a foothold here, a foothold here, a foothold here, Right. If they did yes. a threat analysis, if you will, on their life, they go, I need to shore these places up. I need to increase the security here, and I need to drive the enemy out from these footholds. So uh, I say that so we can all understand for our own lives. And if you're not sure, ask the Lord. Bring him before him. Mm-hmm. God but- is not scared of dealing with our problems. Jesus <laughs> no. is not afraid to deal with our problems. That's literally what he came here for, uh, to Amen. the earth as a man. Amen. For. 
He's, he's not afraid of our, our, I'll say quote unquote hangups, our limitations, disabilities, uncertainty. He's not scared to deal with it. And he's not condemning of us because we're flesh and (laughs) human. He's not afraid of that. But the problem comes in when we're not willing to present to him all that we are, what we're, what we're Mm -hmm. thinking or what we're dealing with or what we're concerned about. And he will say, fear not, but he doesn't say, oh man, you're so stupid because you were afraid. Now he will tell you to have more faith, have faith in him. But even that with his disciples, the Lord didn't challenge them to have more faith until they had been with him for some time. So God sees where you are and he understands when you only have a little, he understands when you have concerns and you've had a past, you know, that, that didn't look like him. He understands that. That's why he came in the flesh, as you said, my love, as our Lord and Savior, because he wants to and is ready to and is able to deal with all those things so that we're able to move forward in him, full of love, full of the love of God, full of compassion and full of strength that comes from him that only he can provide to us. Mm-hmm. So bring it to him. You know, we, we've kind of been chatting about Judas in our personal personal time. And, you know, you guys might've heard us say this before he had, Judas had absolutely the same chance that the other disciples Mm -hmm. did. He had the same chance to believe God. He had the same chance and a choice to make a different choice and take another route. But instead of saying, Lord, I love some money. I'm a greedy man. I'm lustful and I'm, I'm willing to do anything for a coin. And so greed being idolatry and saying, hey, that's a struggle. Help me in it or with this. Mm-hmm. Remove this burden from me. Help me, Lord. Mm-hmm. You know, the Lord, they're watching people, lame people walk, sight being restored to the blind, deaf ears being opened. Isn't God good enough to deal with? I love money just a little bit too much. And Lord, I'm struggling with this. I want to turn you in because they offered some money on it. They offered a prize. I'm having a hard time. Help me. Tell me how to deal with this because I don't want to go that way. And you might be going, no, he couldn't have said that. Absolutely. He could have. Cause guess what? Didn't Jesus know already? Yes. <laughs> he wasn't keeping a secret. Mm-hmm. He already knew who he was. He knew what was in him and what he was going to do, what his choice was going to be. But he still had a choice in coming to the Lord and saying, this is who here I am. I'm naked and exposed before you, Jesus help me not make this decision because I don't want to do that. He had an opportunity. And yes, it was already told in scripture what his choice would be, but it's not because God forced him into that. It's because he was not willing to soften his heart. The Lord knew that. Just like Pharaoh, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Pharaoh had an opportunity as well. So God isn't scared of our our weakness. And even like these, these masters here, yeah, I'm engaging in slavery. Yeah, I've been making money off of witchcraft. Okay, Lord. Well, how am I going to take care of myself? I like money. Why Why couldn't they just approach God and say that? You think Jesus would have said, oh, that's too much for me. Get out of here, you filthy. Right? He looked, he, he took on the harlots. He took on the tax collectors and gave them a place in ministry and said, I'll clean you up. I'll take care yes. of that. I'll love you anyway. I've been loving you anyway. So this is nothing new for me. I'll take care of it and help you be that new creation. Just you put Mm -hmm. your trust in me and me being Jesus saying that to them. That's what he said. Put your trust in me and 
I'll walk you through this. I'll take care of you. And he did just that. He didn't say, you dirty girl. That's what the, the religious folks said, but not him. So whatever is going on, whatever has been holding you back, don't see yourself as God is calling you a villain. He's saying, come to me, bring it just as it is. You're a drug addict, tell him and ask for his help. You're an adulterer, tell him and ask for his help. You're a liar and a thief and a cheat. Tell him and ask for his help because he's always willing to provide it. And he's not going to draw his hand back. He touched the lepers and didn't curl his fingers. He didn't go, yuck. He didn't put a mask on. He didn't wear gloves first. He touched them and he loved them when no one else would do those things for them. So Christ can love the unlovable. Nothing is hidden from him anyway. But he is ready, willing, and able, and present to accept and receive you and help you with whatever's going on and been bothering you. Mm-hmm. So take it to him. Don't wait. Don't delay. Pause right here and give your life to Christ. <laughs> Pause right here and tell him what's been happening and let him bring that healing and that wholeness and soundness to you. Remember the Lord your God, that he loves you, and he gives you the ability to live a good life. Mm-hmm. It's people that, and the enemy, Satan that wants to put you in a bondage. As, and just like you brought up there, Layla, with the masters. What did they do? They continued and said, hey. They, they blamed a group of people. They said, <clears throat> that's down here in verse 20. These men, being Jews, exceedingly trouble our city. So they blamed a group of people. And then in verse 21, they said, and they teach customs which are not lawful for us being Romans to receive or observe. So let's look at that. There's Because in the New Testament, there is much said about the law, right? Yes. Both talking about the law of sin and death. Well, say both. It's multiple. The law of sin and death, the law of Moses, the law of the Spirit. Mm-hmm. The law of life in Christ. Thank you. Yes. The law of love. But then even when it, we get to in end times and all those things of what the enemy tries to do, tries to change times and laws. So talking about laws and the legal, daily, natural aspect, right? Yes. So they're trying to use the law now to blame these people, attributing them to a group of people all while seemingly not recognizing that wait, Paul is also a Roman citizen. Hmm. That's what you can expect from the world. There's, we, we've said this multiple times. There's always a, a cost of entry into various groups and then a cost to maintain your position in these groups. But how fast the world is to turn around and remove you, kick you out of a group. Fickle. Exactly. When it's convenient for them. When you're no longer in people's, quote unquote, good graces. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but the Lord doesn't do that. He gives you every opportunity to return to him. Even when you have been in opposition. That's his type of grace. That's accessed through faith. That way, he gave you that as well. He gave you that measure of faith to access his grace. It's already done. So they're trying to use the law to violate 
someone else's rights and then inflict punishment upon them. So understand that because wait, there's no different than what we see today. And what, all right, the, the Lord is the same yesterday, today, and forever, and there's nothing new under the sun. We're reading about this here, but have we not been observing it? And, well, not just our nation, but many nations around the globe for, well, I'll say since the beginning of time. Yes. Okay. So understand those things so we can bring it to the Lord and let him move and act on our behalf. Because that's exactly what happened, right? And yes, there was a plan and a purpose for it. And we see that starting in verse 25 through 34, right? Yes. Yes. And we will further discover that yet that plan that they concocted was exposed and truth was revealed, which is always the Lord's plan. It's what the Holy Spirit does. Mm-hmm. Amen. 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 What else you got, Layla? And I just I found that interesting that the, the the masters chose to do that instead of coming to God. And it caused me to remember times in my own life when God provided an opportunity for me to turn and I went Nah, Lord, I'm good. I'm I'm gonna go this way you and your the, heels in. And went in deeper to that sin. Yep. And mm-hmm. then the trouble that it caused and God's just standing there on the side like that could have been avoided. If I, I gave you the opportunity here, you didn't have to go this way. You didn't have to suffer that consequence mm. or that punishment, which reminds me of something else he said. Don't purposely do sin and then ask him to bring get you out of it. Girl. Don't. Ooh, and, don't. <laughs> you want to explain that there, honey? Girl. <laughs> For because and I say that because we have listeners all around the globe, so while that's uh, a colloquialism, if you will, for the United States, you know, it, the way I just said, "girl," that means you're telling the truth, and it temporarily caused me to reflect on my own life where I did that very thing, and the trouble that I caused, but also the deliverance that I experienced when I learned not to do those things any longer. Go yes, ahead. thank you. So you, you you just took me back for a second. That's all. <laughs> Go ahead. And the ability and asking him to bless it and then blaming him and going, Lord, it's your fault. You didn't save me. No, he did. He provided the way out before you even needed it. You just chose to ignore him. And the point (laughs) of me saying that is to encourage our listeners that when he comes to you, whatever form it is, take it. You don't know when it'll be your last chance, if it's your last opportunity. So don't go, well, I got more time. God will give me grace because you don't know what the times are. So when he comes to you, you get get on get on the ball and go with him and mm-hmm. um so you could say it like this it's not the gps's fault if you miss your off ramp yes if the gps told you 10 times your off ramp is coming your exit is coming right it's not the gps's fault if you miss your exit it's your fault you miss the exit Take so exit 57b exactly likewise holy spirit is always talking And like you said, the scripture tells us that he provides a way of escape when we are being tested or tempted so that we're able to be successful in it. That's the Kamisha translation. (laughs) But um, the purpose of that is he doesn't make us take the exit or the off ramp. If you choose to stay on that highway, even though the bridge is out 10 miles down the road, and then you choose to accelerate to 150 miles an hour, that's your choice. But he told you, slow down, take the exit park your car and get out and submit to Jesus Christ right now. But if you choose not to, 
you cannot blame him, right? Yes. Yes. Just like you can't blame the GPS if you don't take the exit. Okay, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> well, uh, we're coming up on time, so we'll have to finish this in another podcast. All right, sweetheart. Well, then can I get a volunteer to close out in prayer? I will. All right, Layla. Lord, I thank you for today, and I thank you for giving us an opportunity to choose you, Lord. We thank you for your grace and your mercy. We thank you for your goodness that you show towards us, Lord. We thank you that you delivered us and that you don't leave us to suffer. And God, we repent before you for anything that we've done, Lord, any sin that we've committed, Lord, against you. Lord, we, we say we're sorry. I'm sorry, Lord, for all for the offense that I have caused, Lord, to the hurt that I've caused in the lives of others, Lord. And I ask for your forgiveness and we ask for your forgiveness and we freely extend it to those around us, Lord. Mm-hmm. And now we rejoice in the freedom that you've given us. Amen. In Jesus name. Amen. In Jesus mighty name. Amen. amen. And amen. Well, we love you. God bless you and have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening to A Day of Prayer. We trust the Lord that you are strengthened and encouraged in your relationship with Christ. Visit us on our website, adayofprayer.org, where you can check out our blog, find additional study resources, or shop the official A Day of Prayer store. Remember, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. So until next time, Take care and God bless you.